This is Guys Read Romance, where I, romance author Margot Radcliffe, politely strong-arm my male friends into reading and chatting about romance novels with me for an uncomfortably long period of time. All right, today on the podcast, I'm talking to my friend Ryan Sears. He's a musician, an actor, and all-around man of many creative pursuits, including writing a musical based on Jurassic Park. Is that correct? Yeah, Jurassic Park, the musical. But right. you know, for copyright reasons, we had to give it an acronym. Oh, okay. JPTM, oh, okay. TM, 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 TM. <laughs> Naturally. It's a repeating acronym. You know. uh, yeah, <laughs> In case anyone wants to check it out. Um, We've been friends for a long time. And most notably, uh, whenever we see each other, Ryan really enjoys humping couches. Yes! For uncomfortably long periods of time, (laughs) specifically to creep me out. And it it definitely works. And I'm pretty creeped out right now. Um, (laughs) Should I stop humping this couch right now? Uh, You know, you do what you have to do. I thought you enjoyed the dead look in my eyes as I make direct eye contact. So no, it's, it's perfect. It's great. okay. You know, okay. hump whatever you want. Why, why, why limit it to just couches? But anyway, all right. But it is why I thought of him for this podcast. So thank you, Ryan. I guess <laughs> so much for coming, and I'm excited to talk about uh, romance with you. Yeah. So tell us about your background. What you what you read. And then the second question is, why don't you read romance? So go ahead and tell us what you usually read. My, my go-tos are like Kurt Vonnegut, um, Douglas Adams. I've hit up every Wheel of Time from Robert Jordan we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it just kind of humor, humorous uh, books are normally what I go for, obviously. Yeah. But I just kind of look through a book aisle and if something catches my eye, I'll give it a try. Don't always make it through it. But you're like a, you are generally like a big reader. You would classify yourself as somebody who reads a lot. Oh yeah. You should see my, uh, we have a room in the house here with bookshelves and I had to. Like a library? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's the greatest thing. (laughs) (laughs) But what, what happens is like you buy a new book and then you just uh, sell the other one or donate it or whatever. And so it's, it's all fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good system. I wish I sold anything. I'd just keep it. <laughs> so you read a lot, mostly humor. Yeah. So why do you think up until this point you have not read? And well, I guess I'm assuming that you haven't read romance. I, I'm correct in that. You have not read romance until this book. Yeah, I I don't know. It. It's kind of like one of those things I just never thought that it would be something I'd be into. Sure. I don't know why. Uh, you know, I I don't normally um, subscribe to like gender role type things or anything like that. But this must have just been one of those things that hasn't uh, that I haven't realized yet. Sure. Do you think that you just didn't think it was for you? That's something we're hearing a lot. Romance isn't. This is for girls. And so did that at some point cross your mind? And like. Uh- a little bit. I, when I'm reading something, I, cause what I go for, like I said before, is usually very humorous things or like hardcore sci-fi, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm reading a book, I think it's called semiosis or something like that right now where they're terraforming a planet and mm-hmm. it goes through this breakdown, like very scientific breakdown of what 
what classifications of plants that they're finding and things like that. And I just never thought that anything in a romance novel would have that kind of stuff that I would be into. So do you find yourself outside? Have you read any genre fiction outside of like science fiction and fantasy? Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's not a thing where you thought, oh, this isn't like highbrow enough for me. Oh, no, no, not at all. Okay. I believe you. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it. (laughs) All right. So the first thing we're going to do to kind of, you know, loosen things up is this sex scene game. I'm going to read you two passages um, that are sexual from books. One is written by a man, basically, and one Uh is written by a woman. Okay. So you're going to guess which one is which. Okay. You ready for this? I think so. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Tormented, exhilarated, she pressed him closer. Beneath him, her movements were frantic, shameless. He was undoing her with his tongue and teeth and lips, making her beg with stumbling, breathless words. The flash came so fast, so hot, she reared up, gripping the blanket in defense. All right, so that's number one. Okay. Number two, he moves her off his chest and works her inert body around so they lie side by side and he can fuck her from behind. She wakes enough to cry, oh, when he penetrates. Slickly admitted, he pumps slowly, pulling the sheet up over them both. And that's the end. Okay. Any guesses? Um, I'm the latter of the two. The second one seems uh, very masculine written to me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong. I also didn't like that one nearly as much as the first one. Sure. Probably she didn't either. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> All right. So you think the first one was a woman and the second one was a man? Yeah. Any reason why other than you like the first one better? Um, it seemed like the second one was more just like penetration oriented and like that's about it. You know, no, sure. very little build up, very just, I don't know. Right. And thus I conclude that. I don't know. I'm probably way <laughs> wrong. <laughs> no, you are exactly right. Oh, uh, the, okay. <laughs> the first one was from Born in Shame by Nora Roberts, queen icon author Nora Roberts. And then the second one was John Updike, uh, Rabbit is Rich. So, oh, yeah, that was the man. So you were right. Yeah, I mean, that's it's been compiling these has been uh, like I always... I mean, obviously, the the first one was more poetic, and it describes emotions more, and yeah, not in in all of it, right? It's described; it's very specific. Whereas, yeah. like the first one, just like he's in there and it's gone, it's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, like that seems to be a theme <laughs> with these passages. <laughs> so, anyway, all right. Congratulations, you win that game. Ah, awesome. I don't have any prizes. Oh, that's it, I quit. Just self-satisfaction. Oh, well, I'm I'm pretty self-satisfied now. That's good. Yeah, probably. All right. So getting into this book, um, today we are, you have, we have both read Dead Witch Walking by Kim Harrison. A little bit about this book. This is, Kim Harrison is a New York Times bestselling author multiple times. This particular book won the Romantic Times Best Fantasy book in 2004 when it was published. So it's been a long time. It's an older book. 
It has also won Best Urban Fantasy Series on or in on Goodreads. Oh. Yep. And it was for like I said, it was first written in 2004, and it is the first in a series of 16 books. So it's a long, it's still going on right now. She's still publishing. And well, that's good news because I did, after I read this one through, start the second one. And I guess, you know, I, so I guess I've already given away the verdict, my verdict on this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm glad it wasn't a harrowing read. All right. I'm going to read a quick description and then we'll get right into it. Um, Okay. This is the blurb that was on the book. This book is um, Rachel Morgan lives in a world where a bioengineered virus wiped out most of the world's human population, exposing the existence of supernatural communities that had long lived alongside humanity. Would be great if that were had to happen now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where are the witches, guys? It's her job as a witch working for Inderland security to protect the humans from things that go bump in the night. Rachel has been tracking down law-breaking Inderlanders in modern-day Cincinnati, but now she wants to leave and start her own agency. Her only problem, no one quits the IS, unless she can appease her former employers by exposing the city's most prominent citizen as a drug lord. She might just be a dead witch walking. All right, so before we start these questions, what I gave you a list of books. You said you preferred Paranormal. So I think most of the books that I gave you on a list were paranormal books. So like, yeah. what about this book made you choose it? Um, I don't know. I just, honestly, it just seemed like something that would be kind of cool. I, really, I have no further, it was just a hunch. Sure. All right. So nothing specific. You just, yeah. the description and the cover. And I, I don't, I'd never really read anything paranormal like oh, this. Really? Anyway. Yeah. I mean, not that wasn't humorous. There's a book by a bunch of books by Ailey Martinez, but they vary wildly from this. So taking taking reading a paranormal book that took itself seriously, or at least somewhat seriously, I thought eh, that might be cool. Okay, all right. So then, number one, what were your first impressions of the cover, the blurb? Tell me some feelings about it once you started, like before you started reading. Now, before I started reading, I looked at the cover and I, I was a little concerned. It had that kind of um, old-fashioned Conan like book cover <laughs> style thing. Uh-huh. Although it's not, I mean, it's you know, a woman standing there in front of the sure. castle or something. I don't know what it was. Maybe the church or something. Wait, uh-huh. I got it right here. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> but usually, uh, usually covers aren't very important. I mean, if it's got a great cover, then that's fine. But I don't know. I don't see them as too much of a barrier. But I forget the question, actually. What were you? <laughs> I'm pumping. I, I'm, I'm over here pumping iron. So I'm not, you know. <laughs> the blurb, the book description. Did you did you have expectations of it? Like, what did you think you were about to read? I guess based on the blurb and the whole thing, and the and how did you feel? Oh, about okay. It? Well, uh, from from the the blurb and whatnot, I thought I was kind of getting into maybe a uh, Charlene Harris like Sookie Stackhouse type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I liked this much better than any of that. Did you read those? I started the, I forget what the, the, the Sookie Stackhouse things and they were okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I just. Did you watch? I True did Blood? watch True Blood. My problem with yeah. that was 
the main character was very kind of nothing and she just bounced around and didn't wasn't really in charge of her own destiny and i didn't like that at all which is quite opposite from this book in which the the main character is a very strong woman and she just goes for it so it's great yeah some might say to her detriment that was one of the problems I kind of have with these books is that I feel like yes she's (laughs) she very much has her own agency um, but I think many of the decisions she makes are really oh yeah absolutely but it's fine I mean the 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 book would probably be much more boring if she'd made reasonable choices all the time but (laughs) yes very true but I, we can, we'll get into this later, but I, and I have read most of these books. I think I, I'm like uh, two behind or oh, something. Wow. And so like there's, it gets to a point, like, there's very, they're long and anyway, we'll okay. talk about it later. Okay. So the n- second question is, uh, well, like, okay, those were your thoughts initially. And then, so were you excited or were you like trepidatious to start reading? Well, um, I was a little trepidatious. Because I worried that since I promised to read this, that I wouldn't really want to read it. And then I thought, oh, great. <laughs> but once I started, it kind of rolled along and I was done before I before I knew it. Yeah. So yeah. that was great. Mm-hmm. Well, as I said, uh, you by far were the quickest reader of the... I've asked 10 dudes to read stuff and by far the quickest reader. I was... <laughs> I wasn't prepared <laughs> for how quickly you read it. Anyway, all right. So number two, were you then satisfied since you were interested in the paranormal? Were you satisfied or interested by the paranormal element in this book? Yeah, yeah. I think I think the uh, the author created a nice uh, supernatural world, and I, I I love the landscape of of most of the humans are dead or hiding somewhere, you know, whatever it is, and of course emerges the the vampires or the, you know, witches and all that kind of stuff. I, I did enjoy that. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Did you, you know, it's set in Cincinnati, which is, you know, close to where we are, yeah. of course. Um, did that, I mean, it's just Ohio, right? So did that element make it more realistic to you? Because that could be, it's like a anywhere, you know? Yeah. I mean? It's not like New York. Somewhat. Or... I have never actually been to Cincinnati, but I've been to Columbus and Cleveland. And so I just kind of blended the two of those together in my mind. I'm sure Cincinnati is exactly a blend of Columbus and Cleveland. <laughs> kind of Kentucky. Oh, is it? Oh, well. Sorry, Cincinnati. (laughs) But you're basically Kentucky. Wow. Burn. (laughs) I know. No. Kentucky's great. It's got bourbon. Well, actually, that is pretty awesome. Okay. Win for you, Kentucky. Yep. All right. So, okay. Did you find it? Paranormal obviously isn't realistic, but did you, was it a believable world to you? Yeah, it was believable. Definitely. It, it, the only things that were a little unbelievable were some of her choices, like we were discussing, um, mm-hmm. despite every good sense that any typical person would have. But that also sometimes makes for a better book. Sure. And did you feel did you feel fully immersed in the world? Where you do you think that you say you started the Sookie Stackhouse novels, and that's like very Louisiana, yeah. right? Did you have 
kind of up any problems like kind of keying into that into her into this new kind of future no not really world. like i said i mean it was just oozing cincinnati i actually i honestly don't know but it seemed it seemed believable yeah. enough um it seemed like anything was possible you weren't like all the action wasn't just pigeonholed to this tiny tiny place it seemed a little bit more opened up even though they don't really go much further than just like a few places, it seemed like anywhere was possible. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. No. And actually that's interesting that you said that because I felt that way about the Sookie Stackhouse novels. Cause like, so everything was so bizarre. I was like, at some point I was like, Oh, just like anything can happen here. Like fairies, pixies, whatever, like uh, minotaurs, (laughs) (laughs) weird Thing was, I mean, it, 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 that's what it felt like. So that's interesting that you feel this way about this one. I do feel, yeah, just any kind of creature is... It's on the docket. Available. Yeah, whatever happens. I mean, uh, demons, sure. Why not? Let's let's do that. Yeah, demons are actually pretty big in this, in this series. All right, so moving on. This book is the first in a series of, like I said, I think I'm pretty sure it's 16 books, and I don't think she's done, so it's going to be more. And so this particular just first book doesn't follow a traditional romantic arc, as in, like, that girl doesn't meet boy, and by the end of the book, they're together. That's how most romance novels work. So, however, she does maintain the same love interest through all 16. At least I've only read to 14, but all 14 books is the same um, love interest. So was it apparent to, but they don't get together in this first book. Right. So like, was it apparent to you who that was? Yeah, it's gotta be Ivy. I, for God's sake, I hope (laughs) it's not that um, male character. What's his name? Uh, The human guy who she's kind of dating nick yeah yeah god i hope it's not him he there's something you don't like the human librarian no there's something really Ah. i mean i love don't get me wrong librarians are some of the best people that's present company excluded but (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even see that coming one two (laughs) no but uh i don't know and and i know that there's a lot of danger associated with the uh, ivy character but i don't know there's something kind of cool with that too you think so you think it's ivy i i don't know something about it seems like it yeah oh for sure i mean like obviously i mean she's like there's so much there is a lot of sexual tension right between her and rachel and ivy and it doesn't seem like she has much of that towards nick you know it's almost seems for oh okay it's not nick and but it's not ivy either oh is it jenks <laughs> How no, would that work? He's very dedicated. He's very dedicated to his wife. <laughs> you know, he's pixie. You never know. Well, well, she can shrink. Rachel can shrink into any size. <laughs> oh well, right? there we go. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was. You want one more? One guess? more guess. Uh huh. I mean, it's oh, Christ. Featured um, heavily in this book. Featured heavily in this book. Yeah. And it's not Jenks, and it's not Nick, nope. and it's not Ivy. No. <laughs> is it? Uh, is it? Character. Oh, is it the um, the guy who I suspect is some sort of um, elf or whatever? The oh, what the heck is his name? Um, the guy that's like a Trent? henchman kind of. What's that? Trent. Trent? Yes. I'm, that's interesting that you assume that he is an elf. Why did you think? Why do you think he is an elf? I mean, it's it's a. Uh, 
Well, there's a bunch of clues, uh, namely the fact that nobody knows what he is. Jenks couldn't right. smell what type of thing he was. Um, it said right. something about most of the elves have either died off or disappeared or whatever. And obviously, uh, uh-huh. you know, obviously, if if any were to be around, they would probably organize themselves up in like a mafia like structure to kind of keep themselves alive and going. So I just I just yeah. imagine that's what it is. So so you OK, so it wasn't like extraneous elf information that led you to believe that he was an elf. It was stuff like in the book. Yeah. I mean, what that pointed to you to him being an elf. What, what, OK, <laughs> I was like, am I missing <clears throat> some like elf things that just people know about to be true about elves? Not like, that I'm aware world. of. <laughs> specific because well, he is an elf yes. I mean I, I think I'm pretty sure he's an elf that's just funny okay good job hey. Ryan you're like an expert well because uh, I had no I'm idea. a detective on the side I don't know if you know that about me oh my gosh so yes it's Trent so wow she, and she's with him huh. for 14 books holy crap so okay well, did I just ruin the series? Nah. <laughs> well, so, well, so did you not? And that, that leads me to the next question. So it was not apparent to you. You had no idea. Nope. You didn't even remember him as a character. Well, I remembered him, but I just didn't so, remember his name. Right. So anyway, so did you think that there was chemistry there? I mean, when she was the mink in his lair? Mm-hmm. Not really. No, no, it didn't seem like there was much chemistry at all. In fact, uh, quite I mean, I guess if you say that the uh, opposite of affection is, you know, mediocre, like no reaction at all. But I don't know if I believe that Mm -hmm. Um, they did not seem to get well, at least she did not like him at all. Although, well, yeah, he put her in a cage and drugged her. Now, that being said, he could probably have killed her at any moment, but he also did kind of put her in giant rat fights. So it's not like he didn't try to kill her. So... You know, there's very true. There's a case to be made that he knew that she would win because he like respected her skills. Oh, and so that you know, because he kept saying to his assistant that he was underestimating her and she was not to be underestimated. Hmm. So a case could be made for that, but still, yeah, not he. It's not great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not great. Not a, at all. not a good start. But uh, hey, you know, I mean, if they've gone this many books, apparently. <laughs> Well, and it's, I mean, I think it speaks to the, like the book having been written in 2004. I don't think that would fly by today's standards oh, yeah, sure. of like how men should be treating women yeah. or just human yeah. to human probably don't put another human. Yeah. In a let's, let's, just, let's know, maybe not do that. Yeah. Matter. Probably not amazing, but all right. So at this point then, are you knowing that it's Trent? Are you interested in the rest of their kind of love story arc. well i mean if their uh interplay between the two of them ch- changes significantly then yeah definitely <laughs> i mean i i don't know if i'm up for you know, 14 books of him trapping her as <laughs> as various animals and entering her into fights i mean unless that's her kink i don't want to kink shame well well and she was trying to kill him really i mean like she was trying to put him yeah in that's jail. true so i mean like you know what do you do with somebody who's trying to ruin your life Kill him, probably. Yeah, and not personal. And since I was correct about him being an elf or something like that, he probably yeah. would have to 
protect his species a, a lot more. Right. So, okay, we'll give him a pass this time. Right. Still a dick, yeah. but not a, maybe not a murderer. Just attempted. <laughs> I mean, he did murder. You know, well, yeah, I and mean, he did murder that guy that worked for him. Yeah, that was rude. So anyway, yeah, dude means business. All right. So was the overall conflict believable to you? And the main one being that she, she, she's got to hit out on her from her former employer and she's got to like get out of this situation. I mean, I guess so. I mean, we're dealing with a post-apocalypse here. So sure. Why not? I mean, if that's the, the main what law enforcement kind of thing. I guess they probably have free reign to do just about whatever the hell they want to do. So I could see that, I guess. It is kind of confusing. And I guess, you know, we kind of learn more about this because like, why, why does nobody leave? You know, what is, what is the big deal about leaving? I don't really understand it. I mean, like I believe her when she says you can't, leave this is the security thing but like i i still don't understand why they fight so hard to not let anybody leave yeah that's a little weird probably but Uh, yeah but i guess it is what it is so you do believe that she's gonna die i mean they do repeatedly send people out. oh yeah yeah definitely especially how big of a dick her immediate supervisor was like that guy sucked and he's not even a real vampire apparently lamo whatever man Anyway, so that brings us to the next question. Did you enjoy all the action in the book? Because, I mean, it's mainly all kind of action. I mean, it's always her catching somebody or being caught. Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, Jenks is my favorite part of everything. He's the absolute greatest. So I enjoyed the action. And anytime Jenks showed up, which was throughout most of it, it was all it was all great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jenks is super fun. And I found it when I first read it, like I was expecting a traditional romance novel. So like, as I was reading, I was like, is this how long is this gonna be? You know what I mean? Like, how many times is she gonna almost? almost yeah. Get yeah. <laughs> and like how? And then how many times is she gonna just purposely put herself in these positions? You know what I mean? So that kind of and. And it's the same pattern through all of these 14 books. They run a little long and it's, it's kind of the same. Like she, she does some, she makes a bad decision and she should just listen to Ivy and then she doesn't (laughs) get out of this bad decision. Right. So in that respect, I could just, I could use a little bit less of her running. I get that that has to happen. Yeah, sure. But some downtime is nice, you know, explore the space a little bit. (laughs) Right. After her, after she gets back, specifically after she gets back from the demon. Oh, yeah. Fight, yeah. I'm like, take a break. Oh, yeah. Just Eat chill. Some more cottage yeah. cheese. Yeah. Also, um, baby, I mean, this is just a suggestion. Also, maybe uh, get better at being a witch. You know, just throwing <laughs> it out there. Like, <laughs> perhaps, uh, you know, do witching better. Uh well, it's interesting that you say that because I, she's not, I, spoiler alert, Uh-oh. she's, you know, maybe she's not a witch. Oh. Just throwing that huh. in there. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, spo- you know, sorry. So is she also yes. an elf then? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Wait, she's really no. a mink and then she's been disguised as a human this whole time or a witch this whole time. <laughs> Well, nailed and it. that was another thing. <laughs> totally nailed it. It's so funny. 
Um, but Nick, in the after that demon fight, it seems like she, first of all, in 2004, there were cell phones. Why didn't somebody call Ivy like immediately and just, she's going to be yeah. there? You know what I mean? Like, you didn't need to make that deal with that no. demon. That was dumb. Stupid. Yeah. 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 I, and again, this is also a post apocalypse, but like, you would think that once they got things back up and running, they'd be like, ah, cell phones. Yeah, we need them. Gotta have them. Yeah. Or, yeah. any kind of phone connection. I mean, they were in a yeah. library for God's sake, you know? Yeah. Certainly her and Ivy should have first thing you leave and you're both being hunted is, Hey, let's have a communication with just you and I. That's like, if one of us is hurt, you know, when to come immediately, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that seems like probably the first thing I would do in a, in a new partnership, but Hey, yeah. I'm not a witch. <laughs> so well, maybe, maybe she's not. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I did all the joking inside though. I think I enjoyed They're definite. after a while. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, did you find this book funny at all? Funny? Um, parts were funny. Uh, I, I think a lot of the Jenks stuff can be kind of funny. He's, he's add some good levity here and there. Um, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it's like, you know, a, a Vonnegut novel or anything like that, that level of uh, humorous flippantness. But uh, yeah, I thought, Certain parts were pretty funny. Do you? Yeah, I, I, it's written with a light hand, I think. But um, do you? Did you find it at all tongue in cheek? Hmm. You know, I'm not sure. Uh, no, I don't know. It, it seemed to me like it did take itself a little seriously. Maybe I, I'll probably I would have to read it again to check the tone. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it as being too too tongue in cheek. You thought this is like a very serious main character this is a very serious world this is dark yeah i thought so okay yeah i mean i think i i guess i find i don't maybe it's just because i find all paranormal a little funny jenks is a pixie you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah sure and there, he's he's defending a flower box <laughs> it's just like all right i mean i guess if you think of it that way yeah but but then again um you know for and i've never read lord of the rings but like for tolkien uh, fans what? for J.R.R. Tolkien fans like they uh -huh. they find that like very serious even though it's you know there's little people and dragons and you know like yeah no I see what you're saying I mean it's not like I find little people funny it's just you know <laughs> And at a certain point, like, it's just, she's, they're living in, I don't know, she's tracking down leprechauns. She's, you yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's, it's kind of like a kitchen sink approach to a book, isn't it? <laughs> like, a, what, what haven't I gone in here? Uh, she's, she's gone all, um, uh, what's the uh, FX show, Supernatural <laughs> with it. Oh, right. Yeah. So anyway, I think that it, I don't know, I, maybe it's not laugh out loud funny, but I do find that it's lighter than a science fiction. Or oh, story. yeah, definitely. You know what yeah, I, mean? I got you there. Mm -hmm. So there is a, is kind of a difference. Anyway, all right. So this book has two very important side characters mm -hmm. in Ivy and Jenks. Um, did you feel that they added to the book or was, did it distract too much for you from the main kind of storyline? Um. I think that the inclusion of Jenks definitely added for me, like it, I kept looking forward to more interactions with Jenks because he was my favorite hands down of all the things that happened in there. And I yeah. did like 
I do like Ivy. Um, it's it's neat how their interactions together are can be so seductive, but like also very dangerous. Um, and so that was kind of neat. That was interesting. Yeah, I had kind of forgotten, to be honest, how sexually charged those interactions with Ivy yeah. were um, in this first book. And I I don't know. I can't remember, honestly. If that carries on. How, yeah, if it, I think that it does, but not... I don't know if it's to the same degree in, in the other books, but certainly Ivy is an interesting character. I thought that this was an interesting take on vampires, the dead, dead vampires and yeah. the, the not dead vampires. That was kind of different. So I thought, yeah, I thought it was a, an interesting take on it. And I mean, Ivy is very important throughout the series. And yeah, yeah. So it's kind of- I like how the living... <laughs> vampires have that spark of soul in them and then they lose it when they become dead of course i agree that was that was a cool cool take well also like now she can be in the daylight right oh yeah and <laughs> so that she's, she's got all of the, yeah. <laughs> all of the things that like make a vampire tough or like alluring but also she can just have a job and get things yeah. done right like she, pragmatically like oh she can actually be a character in the story <laughs> like, yeah who's alive and doing things um i thought the orange juice was funny I, like they ate which is new for vampires right? yeah they actually ate food yeah yeah now have you read any other like i've not read any books other books with pixie so i don't know about but i thought the stuff with jenks was yeah funny. i haven't read anything with pixies either i i don't know if they're typically like that that's they're cool as hell though <laughs> <laughs> I, I would sure. and he oh, like go ahead no go ahead i said i would probably read a, a little side chain uh, uh project if she wrote one just starring the whole pixie family <laughs> that's there might i you might check on her website she has done like graphic novels and i don't know what they are but kind of like not about rachel but like side stories oh yeah what, yeah so it might be Jenks in there. I don't know. But yeah, he's fun. And I like that he regenerates so quickly. I, I, love, a rege- I love a character who regenerates for some oh, yeah. reason. <laughs> it's just cool. I don't yeah. know. And he's always underestimated and like he just kicks ass. So that's great. And his wife's so nice. There's like a story. I mean, at least for Jenks, you see like it's important to him to be a part of this. And we learn that him being a full partner is a big deal. Nobody ever gives Pixies things. And so that was interesting, too. Yeah. So and then we learn about I- Ivy has a good backstory as well. So and they're fully formed characters. And I-, I typically don't I typically don't like secondary characters in romance novels. I think they're just they're only ever there to kind of push the main story along and they're not very well written. Um, and so Ivy and Jenks were kind of not that they were. Yeah, really great. Yeah, really great. So, okay, last question. This book is written in first person point of view and we're inside Rachel's head the whole time. How I assume whether or not you know it or not, you haven't written, you haven't read that many books, especially in science fiction that are that are from the female perspective. Uh, Maybe you have. But how did you find that? I thought that was pretty good. Um, We mentioned earlier, I read um, Robert Jordan books. And in The Wheel of Time, each different chapter is from a different character's point of view. And so there are a lot of, mm-hmm. especially towards later in the series, there are a lot of uh, strong women characters. And it's written, from what I understand, pretty well, but I'm also male and the author was male. So I don't know how true it is to female mm-hmm. perspective. This this perspective 
was pretty good. Uh, like I said, I don't know how fully formed she is. I don't know any of that kind of stuff, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you feel, because it sounds like those you read chapters in a female perspective. Did you, I mean, was it, did it feel different to you to read a whole book just from a female perspective? Did you think about it at all? Was it like a... No, no, I didn't. Um, I I didn't really think about like, oh, I'm, I'm reading this as if, you know, as if uh, I were in her head. I didn't, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's probably something wrong with me. <laughs> Well, like, there's many things wrong with that you, it wasn't right? bothering. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's, it's nothing to do with. But that. like, I I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I yeah, I have read, and I wasn't a huge fan. Uh, uh, Pride and Prejudice, uh-huh. and that <laughs> sure. I forgot to mention. We were talking earlier about romance romance novels and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think having read that because it was supposed to be one that I should read. And I thoroughly did not like it. Um, <laughs> I think that might have swayed me more than uh, I, I realized. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why didn't you like Pride and Prejudice? I, uh, what is that? Uh, Victorian times? Is it? Reg- Regency. What's that? <clears throat> Regency. Yeah, Regency. Okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't like that period. I don't like, so, I don't like prim and did- proper things. I... Mm-hmm. I didn't like the fact that um, that character was being, I don't know, maybe groomed. I don't know, whatever. It just, it seemed really (laughs) creepy to me, just really Uh creepy. And I just, it just didn't work for me. Sure. Did you watch Bridgerton? No, I haven't. It's on the list to watch, but I also have children who pop (laughs) up all over the place. And I know that that's one that's, Probably not. It's boning. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So <laughs> it's like a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Pride and Prejudice. So you think probably, do you, have you read a lot of classic novels? Um, I've, I've tried, I've started to read a few of them. That one, I did make it through. Um, well, it's pretty short. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. That's why. Also, I was excited for some boneheaded reason to read Pride, Prejudice, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which was actually I didn't like at all. Like, like at least Pride and Prejudice had something. The other I just I ditched it. I had even, I had even pre-ordered that because I was like, oh, I'm reading this. I, I couldn't get into it. Yeah, um, it was dumb. Well, all right. I'm sorry I didn't like Pride and Prejudice. It did start, <laughs> did start the romance genre. Yeah. Most people do like it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, most dudes don't, uh, and that's fine. And there, it's a lot of talking, you know, that which frustrates a lot of guys. So I can see how that might be a problem. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day about said Pride and Prejudice is just a bunch of people going places and talking and I was like, yeah, that's what life is. Yeah. That's every, that's everything. (laughs) (laughs) Like what's your beef with that? Yeah. um, You nailed it. I don't understand what. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. That might not be the exact meme, but anyway. Yeah. I mean, Pride and Prejudice, I never thought that he was grooming her. I, that's interesting. I mean, he certainly was a dick. (laughs) 
I mean, there's that that to be said. Or was he just shy? I don't know. That's I don't know. Age-old question. I you guess, I mean? but I just feel, I don't know, terrible for especially women at that time. And, oh, yeah. you know, and so all of that enters into it. And so I just, I, I don't know. I just, I can't do it. I just can't do it. Sure. No, it's a terrible time for women. I mean, most times. Yeah. Almost, most times are terrible. Yeah. Still. <laughs> Maybe you should read, I think it's by Linda Burdall, but it's a, it's a, like a porn version of Pride and Prejudice. And it is, I mean, it's, it is, I think it's called, it's very popular and it kind of, it came out when I was like in high school and then it kind of started this whole, I mean, there are like a million Pride and Prejudice retellings at this point, yeah. right? And and this one is the most porny that I've come across. And I just remember reading it as kind of like a young person. I mean, younger than I am now, of course, <laughs> it's Mr. Darcy takes a wife but you should try to read that i mean it is straight porn it, it has one of the grossest scenes i have ever read and, and, I have read and you think that, that it's stuff. for me just because i'm humping a I, couch currently and staring I, you in the eyes i do think it's for you i think it's exactly for you well tell me this is the, is um the main female character is she being constantly persuaded and giving in in like a really bad creepy way or is it like you know no, what i mean she she's into it oh okay okay <laughs> then i'm fine i'm fine with it i'll read it you think he's persuading her in pride and prejudice i mean like he they barely talk to each other really i i know but he knows what he's doing you think oh, yeah he's okay all right all right i mean maybe i took it wrong i also didn't like the book and that's part of why sure. but i don't know i just yeah. It's so funny. I just, it creeps I, me out. No, I mean, that's a good reason. I, I accept it. You should read, if that's, it, that, it, that's fairly like harmless, I would think. If you, um, have you read or heard about Wuthering Heights? Uh, only the Kate Bush song. That's it. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, that book is fucked up. Oh, so really? Jane Eyre. Oh. Yeah, they're all fucked up. Okay. All. I'm not, all I'm right. not reading that. All right. Any. <laughs> <laughs> the movie stars Tom Hardy, so you might want to, you know. Just, oh, all right. Any final? Those are all of my questions. So, any final thoughts about the book that you want to share? Okay. Any questions that you have about it? Or no? Well, I don't want too many spoilers because I am planning on continuing it. Like I said, I already bought the hmm. second book and I started it as well. Um, Why did you buy it? Why wouldn't you just get it from the library, Ryan? Well, I. I like to support authors and stuff like that. Like, like with all, all our music, I, I have Spotify, but I only use it for podcasts. I don't, Mm. I try not to stream any free things like that. If I like an album, I'll, I'll buy it. All right. So good for you. Yeah. You know, (laughs) but I love libraries too. (laughs) I mean, I guess I should partake of it uh, more so. No, I mean, buy the book all you want. I'm just, I feel bad as I ask guys to read these books. I'm like, get it from the library because you don't want to have to keep buying, you know what I mean? Well, if you have me read a bad book, just say, hey, um, just, just rent this one. Don't, don't buy it. This one's a bad one. (laughs) I would would never give somebody something I thought was a bad one. I mean, maybe you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So (laughs) you see where I'm coming from here. No, it's fine. All right. 
So any other questions? So yeah, what are your questions then? Oh, um, as far as this book goes, uh, all I want to say is uh, ditch Nick. Um, sure. And I guess he saved her from the demon, though. He's a did he he's though? A librarian. Did he though? He, there's something. <laughs> there's something about this Nick character. Like for all I know, he could have like conjured the demon, or maybe he, maybe he's. I don't know how demons work in this world yet. Maybe he is mm-hmm. like the physical manifestation manifestation of the demon. I don't know. I don't like him. You don't. Like him? Yeah. Don't like him. <laughs> how did you feel about the demon? Because the demon, a spoiler alert, mm-hmm. is like a major character, and he's actually probably my favorite yeah. character in all the whole series. Oh, nice. So. Um, the the demon is, is very ominous. I like the fact that he's got something over her. I mean, I don't like that, but you know what I mean. Like it 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 leaves something to perhaps resolve later on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like there are a lot. She did a good job with a lot of those things, like her and ivy that's you know yet to be determined what's going to happen between them yeah uh like her and trent and who knows he's still out there he's not caught he just killed that guy the, from the security whatever the human places the fib yeah um so there's yeah there's a lot of loose threads the demon nick who knows what he's up to yeah i don't know i i, so I enjoyed it i was glad um glad that uh, i got to read this one great all right. No other question. He is an elf. <laughs> you, you got it. You, you cracked the code. Detective Sears on the <laughs> is on the case. A plus for context clues. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I don't normally uh, nail anything like that. This is like the very first time that I've actually picked up on something like that. So I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> Give yourself a pat on the back. I would, but I'm actually quite nauseous. I'm. Um, by the way, I, I'm very sick at the moment. <laughs> oh God, what do you, I, why are we doing this? <laughs> I don't, well, you know, we said it would be now and we had to reschedule before and I can, you know, I feel I, I'm doing all right. I just, you know, might That's throw cool. up in any minute now. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Please don't. I can't handle vomit. I really can't. All right. I'm going to speed through yeah. this then. All right. We've got one more game. Good night. So why would we do It's just a podcast. You can do it literally anytime. Well, you, you know. COVID? You have COVID? No, no. Oh my God. Oh my God. All right. Let's finish this then. I can't deal with it. Yeah. I can't deal with it. All right. This last game is. Ralph or not. guess. <laughs> I make a noise. And then you try to guess if it's me yakking or if it's just me like sipping on this coffee. <laughs> if you vomit, I also will vomit. Okay. I promise you. That makes for an excellent uh, podcast. Uh. Not a joke. Oh, my God. Oh, to quote Adam Sandler, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So for yeah. this game, you are going to guess. I'm going to read you two passages again. One is from a literary fiction novel. One is from a romance okay. novel. You have to guess which one is which. All right. Literary fiction or romance, one. right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. First one. She told herself she wouldn't get involved, yet here she was. Typical of those who didn't know how to deal with their own problems. They poked around in other people's troubles so they could feel better about themselves. That's number one. Number two, I loved her against reason, against promise, against peace, against hope, against happiness, against all discouragement that could be. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Um, 
by the way, um, during your reading of both of those, my wife is humping the uh, chair <laughs> for our benefit. She's trying to make me uh, break up during this uh, podcast and start laughing or yakking, whichever comes first. Oh, God. But she didn't realize that we had already discussed my humping furniture on the podcast. So I would not be dissuaded from bringing up the fact that she, yeah, (laughs) I would not be dissuaded from bringing up the fact that she did just that in front of me. Um, Okay. So I'm going to say that the, uh, I mean, the second passage sounded more like a romance thing. All right. I, again, could be wrong or I could be right. Yeah. That's how the game works. Yeah. It's a 50, 50 shot anyway. (laughs) You are wrong, Ryan. The first one was the romance novel, and the second one was the literary fiction. First one was The Great Escape by Susan Elizabeth Phillips, a giant romance novelist. She is major. And then the second one was Charles Dickens' Great Expectations. Oh, dang. See, that's one that I started to read, but I gave up on. No, fuck Yeah, Dickens sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, you know, right. give it the college try anyway. Sure, right, exactly. No, he was. <laughs> yeah, I'm not into. Sorry for all the Dickens fans. Who don't like. <laughs> yeah, no, Dickens all fans right. can go fuck themselves. It's fine. <laughs> all right, that's him. Not <laughs> you said it. Not. They're very nice. Everybody's nice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you're fine. No, no, you're not, and it's okay. <laughs> you're just gonna. <laughs> all right, all right. So, last question. So, after this experience. Yeah. Of reading this, will you read or watch more romance on your own? Yeah, I think I will. That's a weird, yeah. yeah. That's a, I never thought that I would be saying that, but yeah, I think I will. You know, as long <laughs> as I don't read um, the ones that, uh, Wuthering Heights uh, <laughs> and sure. anything like, I'll have to pay real big attention to uh, the goings on and how they treat characters. Maybe I should just stick to more contemporary romance and not delve back probably. into the way back. No, probably not. Yeah. Probably not. All right, Ryan. Well, then, thank you again very much for doing this. It was a pleasure talking to you. And tell me that you love romance. I love romance. All right. (laughs) right.